you can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. Did you forget? I did. I forgot what came next, which is my name, because that's the kind of show it's going to be. Woo-hoo. So coming up, we're going to talk to Lindsay about the UFO footage. Yes. It's a UFO friend. <laughs> I love it. And finally, we're going to talk to Nurse Meg. Yes. And I'm so excited. Rebecca has not heard this interview yet. And I've been thinking about it for a week now. I might put a trash can right next to you. Because got mine. <laughs> I said I was gonna bring one so I didn't have to taint yours. You have dry heaved on the show before. I have. Like not faking it. It like, doesn't take much for me to dry heave. Right. So that's all coming up. Send us your stories. We need more ghost stories. Haunted AF Podcast at gmail.com. You can send them any way you like. We like them written. We like them recorded videos. And don't forget, if you've binged all the shows and you're like, I need more, go to the Haunted AF we'll Patreon page. Yes, <laughs> patreon.com backslash haunted AF. You can go we've got tons of exclusive content there we're not posting new stuff right now because um we've got to put it all here but there's plenty for you to catch up on but there's ton there's like two years worth Mm -hmm. and i'd also like to oh first of all we have to say thanks to our new patrons we have shannon barrows and michelle ghana and also just a reminder haunted af is a free podcast yes it is you are listening to us for free right Mm -hmm. now you're welcome and two of my favorite podcasts recently i'm like oh look new content yeah and i've tried to listen and they are actually subscriptions now (gasps) So, um, I know. So it's happening. We knew that that was happening. Mm -hmm. Haunted AF, totally free. Yes, it is. Uh, quick question. How is the doll in the hall challenge? We haven't gotten any videos. None. Why do people not want to do this? I'm about to just shame everybody. Well, for the record, I haven't done mine either. I didn't either. (laughs) That's my problem. I'm trying to figure out how I can scare the bejesus out of my husband. Yeah. And there's no... Because he's in football season right now, so there's Ooh. no good like hour for me to get him. Yeah, because we're so crisscrossed right now. What do you think about scaring Jeff, your co-host, at Miles in the morning oh, on the morning man. show? You're always creeping around that building like I super know. early in the morning. It seems like it would be easy to. There's got to be like a cardboard cutout of some kind that I can put in the men's room. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! When I was doing mornings there one time, yeah. this is terrible. I went to the bathroom. Uh And I had just settled in Uh and my (laughs) co-host and our producer, they were in, they were in the men's room. You know, we have a shared wall. So they both leaned up against the wall and started pounding on it as hard as they could, Uh which sounded like an earthquake or something. And I think I peed all over my pants, (laughs) like pulling my pants up really fast. It was horrible. Do that. Okay. Do that. <laughs> Film him running out I in the will. hall. I will try my best. And then send it to hauntedafpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. So we're on the phone with Lindsay. And before we go any further, I just need to share this video that Lindsay sent to us the other day. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, this isn't going to uh. mean anything, but she's filming a UFO. <laughs> And her husband's laughing <laughs> at her. He does not think that this is a UFO Real thing. in the sky. It's a UFO, Fred. <laughs> Fred. It's a UFO, Fred. And legit, there's 
something floating in the sky. <laughs> it looks like an airplane at first because it's got the flashing lights right. on it. Yes. But then yeah. you, you don't see any wings on it. So we have Lindsay on the phone. Lindsay, first of all, where did you film this? This is at the Point Loma Liberty Station area of San Diego as okay. October of last year. And... Yeah, your first thought, you're like, oh, it's a blimp. And then you notice that blinking light and mm-hmm. you think, oh, it's a plane. But in real time, it didn't look like either. And it wasn't moving. It was just floating, like All completely right. stationary in the sky, which is why I busted out my phone because I don't go around filming obvious looking aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I got so excited because I don't know how many times I've told Fred, my husband, I really want to see a UFO, which he's always teasing me about, <laughs> and which is why he giggles at me. But you also don't hear him dispute it either when I say it's a UFO, Fred, which he 100% would have done if it clearly was a plane, a blimp or something. Right. But yeah, no argument. Yeah, we both agree it definitely wasn't an airplane. Like, I don't think it was a blimp either because it's not fat enough to me. Right. It doesn't look like anything like a blimp or and it's actually kind of close to the ground, too. Uh So if it was coming in for a landing, it seems like it's low enough where there would be obvious movement. But it's strange because the blinking light seems like a regular airplane. Yeah. I assume that you Googled it to see if anybody else saw this thing. Was anyone else jumping (laughs) up like, oh, no, I Googled. I looked around, nothing, nothing came up. Could you hear anything coming from it? Or were you close enough to hear anything? No, I didn't hear anything. We did have the music playing. <laughs> we're going to put that out there. We'll hit up our UFO fans or <laughs> even just aviation fanatics. I honestly believe that like most UFO activity is probably like top secret. I know. You know they stuff. know more than they're letting on. Right. I had a friend who worked on the Stealth Project a million Ooh. years ago. Yeah, and he wasn't allowed to even tell his wife anything thing about it yeah. I think that was some spooky shit back no then kidding. you know so you imagine yeah. seeing something like that in the sky of course you're gonna think right. aliens well Lindsay stay in touch and if we find anything else we'll definitely let you know but we're sharing this video <laughs> I love it it's like Fred. UFO Fred yeah tell Fred we said hi yeah tell Fred we said I suck it <laughs> poor, poor Fred, Fred. <laughs> thanks girls oh it's my turn up first yes first email my kids do we know who it's from oh. it's from Nikki Nikki uh, my kids see and talk to things often well hmm. that's a good start <laughs> <laughs> this story involves my oldest son Jake when he was about six I had just given he and my other son a bath I was drying my youngest off and when I turned around Jake was staring into the dark bathroom I asked him what he was doing and he told me there was a man in the bathroom I told Jake mommy believes you but I can't see what you're seeing so you'll have to tell me he said mom there's a man with a gray face with black eyes but he doesn't have arms oh um yeah (laughs) I asked what the man was doing and he said he's just staring at you mom no so I put on my big girl panties and shut the bathroom door as quick as I possibly could I went back to getting the kids ready and Jake kept saying mom I told him to wait because I was busy, but he kept calling my name until I finally said, what, Jake? He said, Mom, he's standing right behind you. Jake? No, Jake. Stop. Needless to say, I didn't sleep very well that night, but I have plenty of stories to share. Sorry it's not recorded. Technology is not.
not my friend and I couldn't figure it out. LOL, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. God. I'm standing behind her. Why is he staring at the mom? She must be hot. Nikki must be hot. Aren't Nikki's usually hot? Yes. Isn't that kind of like a hot girl mm-hmm. name? Hot girl Nikki, yeah. Okay, so uh, there's also this guy named Mark Grippo on TikTok. And uh, I've been talking to him this past week. He's got a really great page. His TikTok page is at that gay friend of yours. He's so funny. I love that name. Uh, yeah, and he sends us videos all the time. Love but it. I wrote to him this past week and I was like, these are great. Yeah. But I'd love to hear your stories because right. you're fantastic. And uh, he actually has a couple of stories. So he shared this one about his house. He says, I have to get up early every morning around 2.30 a.m. to get ready for work. 3 a.m. I'm in my living room going through TikTok mm-hmm. when I hear a baby crying. Nope. Now, my mother didn't raise a fool, so I did not go searching for that baby. I just covered my ears and tried to ignore it. My husband never heard the baby crying and thought I was crazy until the day I got smart and recorded it. Mm -hmm. I played it for him and a friend of ours who is a medium, and no one can tell us where this baby is coming from. We are going to plan to talk to Mark. We're going to try to have him on the podcast next week, and uh, we are going to share that video. I'm like, I want to hear the recording of the baby crying. Yeah, he said he's going to send it to us because I I need to... Oh my God, I thought for sure he recorded and then no one else heard it. No, he says it's on the video. Oh, yes! Rebecca and I have been podcasting for years now, and we know how hard it is to get your name out there and be found by people who like scary stuff. That's why we're so happy to be working with Scary Time from the Indie Drop-In Network. Each week, Scary Time features the scariest stories and most spellbinding conversations from the best independent creators around. Ghosts, freaky places, weird experiences, aliens, haunted objects, they've got it all. That's all our stuff. I know, right? And if you like the show, you can follow them for more content. There's smart current stuff in there, too. Like the little show of horrors just did a dissection of the Candyman movies. Mm. And, of course, spooky stories. Like there's one about the Jersey Devil from Monster Fuzz. I love the name of that show, (laughs) Monster Fuzz. Oh, and there's a show in there called The Tipsy Ghost. we got to listen to that one next. How are we not on that show? (laughs) That's what I need to know. (laughs) So we'll share the link for Scary Time in our show notes and on our companion blog. Or you can find it on your favorite podcast. App. Find it all on the Scary Time Podcast. And Rebecca, you got to lock your doors, check under the bed, and turn on a nightlight because it's, it's scary, scary time. time. So we have a very special Dead Pet of the Week, and you remember this theme song. There are friends to the end, and sometimes they come back again. So don't be scared, don't you freak, it's just the Dead Pet of the Week. Oh, I love... So that's Misery, Shoshana's kitty cat. And Misery just passed away. I know, and she let us know because she knows how much we loved that song and how you can hear the kitty. So she sent us the sweetest little picture of Misery. Oh my God, it's like heartbreaking. So yes. So sorry, Shoshana. Yes, sorry for your loss, Shoshana. Thank you so much for sending us that sweet picture, Mm -hmm. though. Dead Pet of the Week here from Jamie. My very first night in my new home where I was living with a very friendly woman and her cat. Uh, a little about me. It's a habit of mine to close my bedroom door and lock it. Well, I would too if I lived with a cat and an old lady. Um, <laughs> we don't know she's old. I guess I have a prejudice against cat ladies. I'm so sorry. I apologize. You what? I knew you were going to get mad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Such was the case on the night in question. But as I turned out the lights to get to bed, I immediately felt something jump onto the foot of my bed, run up my body, leap onto my pillow. I felt it right above my head and then jump onto the ground again. I thought, oh, it's my roommate's cat and sat up expecting to see his furry face looking up at me. Then it dawned on me. My bedroom door was closed and locked. 
The cat wasn't even in my room. So what the f*** just jumped on my bed and ran across me? That's a very good question. Yeah, I don't know. And for the record, that's such an a-hole cat move. No kidding. I, when mine do that, it's like... I hate them. <laughs> I they, they wait till you're in the dead of sleep. Yeah, yeah I hate that. Oh, so this next story comes from Kenny. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. My name is Kenny, and I am a fan of Haunted AF. Uh, I'm in the Dallas area and am a United Methodist minister. I have a podcast of my own. It's called Faith Spotting, which I co-host with a friend of Julie's, Mike. And we review films and then spot faith issues uh, in those films and discuss those. So if any of your listeners are interested in that, I invite them to give us a shout. Uh, I have a story for y'all. I don't think I've told too many people this, but about 10 years ago, we bought our current house, and a year into our living here, uh, we noticed uh, our daughter, who was 10 at the time, or 11, uh, she's autistic and nonverbal and pretty profound, but she started having these night terrors. It's a nightmare on steroids. They just wake up screaming, sweating, uh, really inconsolable. One time in particular, we'd just gotten her down, and we just heard this the most primal, guttural, blood-curdling scream coming from her room. Of course, we immediately ran in there, and she was utterly inconsolable. The whole time, she was looking directly at her closet in her room. Even when my wife was kneeling by the bed trying to comfort her, she was looking past my wife to this closet. In my mind, at that moment, I suddenly had this chill feeling that there was not a nightmare, but a night terror in her closet. A couple of months later, I was uh, up late one night trying to watch some TV. And I saw this figure and it was a shadow of a figure, dark, but with some silvery highlights or something. And it was sort of gliding about my height, gliding slowly through the kitchen and moved into the breakfast area and was looking out the glass door and windows. And it hasn't noticed me yet. And then, surely enough, it slowly turned and noticed me. And it stood there. And it was looking at me. I was looking at it for five or ten seconds. And I'm trying to decide, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, in, in a Flash. It was on me. It covered 25 feet of room. It was on top of me, and I could feel it trying to press into me. I was paralyzed. I couldn't shout. I could barely breathe. Couldn't do anything except tighten up my muscles to try to repel what was on me, in me, literally push it out. This lasted for, seemed like forever, but it was, I don't know, 10 seconds. And then finally, it started to release and dissipate, and I was able to breathe. Uh, and sort of just, it was the strangest thing I'd ever been through. It was just one of those, what just happened and hadn't had anything since. I was thinking though, as a Methodist minister, it's, it's not unheard of. Uh, John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, was an Anglican priest in the 1700s. His family home was haunted. They had this spirit that was haunting everybody in the house for about six months. They called it Old Jeffrey, and it became one of the more well-known ghost stories in England. Anyway, thanks a lot. Hope y'all have a good rest. 
rest of the show. I am very curious about how he said he like had to flex and tense up and like push get like, it out. Uh, like I know that's really creepy. I feel like we haven't had that kind of no, experience before no. with shadow people. Thank you, Kenny's daughter's name is Madeline, and I love that old Jeffrey the ghost. I'm old Jeffrey. Old Jeffrey. That's like Her. not a scary sounding no, ghost not at, at all. all. Uh, we'll post a link to Kenny's podcast, Face Spotting, at hauntedaf.com and the companion blog. And just quick reminder, you can go to hauntedaf.com. You can watch YouTube versions mm-hmm. of this. And that's also where we post all of our links and photos. Mm-hmm. And if you are watching on YouTube right now, you are seeing that I am wearing one of our new <gasps> yes. Haunted AF t-shirts. The, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt it's you. It's so cute. It's way too freaking small. And I just want to let everybody. <laughs> like warning, buy a size bigger. <laughs> two. Two sizes two bigger. Two sizes oh, bigger. Because this is a large and it is skin tight. It's like sausage casing on me. <laughs> if you buy one of these, I'm serious. Size A 2XL up. for everybody. Yeah. We've only sold two of these. In fact, this one. Maybe that's why. Do you think people are returning them? I don't think you can return oh, them because okay. they're printed. But there's some woman out there severely pissed off because she got this shirt. And she's like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Is this a baby shirt? When you pull it out, it looks like a sock. So anyhow, hauntedaf.com, all the rest of our stuff is normal yes, sizes. Yes, it really is. And this is a great shirt. Just size up at, at least two. <laughs> uh, this next story comes from Kat. She says, hello, ladies. I'm not a longtime listener, but oh. once I found your podcast, I binged until I caught up and now I can't wait for each new episode. Thank you, Kat. Was, I just can't get enough. Woo. Kat, you're the best. We love you. Uh, I have always been a believer in the paranormal, but I have never had many experiences. My siblings are not the kind of people that believe or at least share, so I don't often talk about what I've experienced. Having said that, thanks so much for providing a place to do this. I remember when I was a tween and I looked out my backyard only to see a car, probably from the late 1930s, driving straight at me. This was in an urban area with a small yard bordered by thick stone walls, so any car would have been bizarre enough, but this one wasn't really there. It was more like the outline of a car. As I watched, it came to just about the edge of the porch, turned to my left, and faded away. Ooh! This area of the city hadn't been developed until the late 70s, early 80s, and had just been desert until then. So I can only imagine that this was a residual haunting. I like to think of it as possibly gangsters making a getaway. Love, cat. I love the ghost car stories. We simply do not get enough of those. All right, so it's time to talk to Nurse Meg, and uh, she was only available while Rebecca was still at work. So I interviewed her on my own. We do let you know there is a trigger warning before we get to the super gross story. So when we get to that point, I encourage you, if you have an issue with that, to skip forward a good 15 to 30 seconds. I'm excited. Rebecca, here's here's the trash. Yay, bag. just in case. Okay. So here we go. This is Nurse Meg. So we're on the phone with Meg Harrell and we found Meg because she posted something on her TikTok page. So Meg has this like raging TikTok page that goes along with her website. It's nursemegrn.com. And you mainly tell stories about working in a hospital and all the wild things that happen. But this time you actually told a ghost story, which is why everybody started tagging Haunted AF in it. So welcome to the Haunted AF podcast, Meg Harrell. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Before we go any further, I just have to say thank you to you and all of our frontline workers and everyone in healthcare for everything that you have done. My sister and both of my nieces are nurses as well. And I know how tough it's been. Oh, thank you. To me and to a lot of other people, it's just like we just kept showing up to work 
And it did get a little bit challenging, but we just kept showing up. You know, that's how it feels. You just keep rolling with it. And I've been watching some of your stories on TikTok. Before we hang up, I'm going to ask you to share the grossest thing that's ever happened (laughs) to you. And I know for a fact, nurses have the best stories. There's no one better to have a margarita with than a half drunk nurse. (laughs) I mean, there's so many that I can share because there's just so much paranormal activity that follows me personally. And on night shift. One of the most recent ones that I was actually telling a friend of mine when we went out last weekend is we were reminiscing about when we were both worked in a nursing home and we had a new patient come in and he was on hospice so he wasn't going to be there for too long so we set him up and the first night he was there and it was about two or three in the morning right in the middle of the shift and he starts screaming from his room which of course is at the end of the hall. He starts saying, I'm not going. I'm not going. Me and the other CNAs look at each other like, wait, what? So we run over there. And when we go to check on him, he had no pulse. He had passed, but he was a DNR. So we didn't do any like resuscitation. But like, we were so freaked out for the rest of the night. First of all, he was so quiet. He was towards the end on hospice. Right. And all the is yelling. And who was he talking to? Because right. he was by himself in the room. And where didn't he want to go? Like, so creepy. Yeah, because <laughs> normally when you hear those stories, it's like something peaceful. We just got a story the other day. A woman's mother looked over her shoulder and started speaking German to someone who wasn't there. I mean, I have an entire series on my YouTube and on my TikTok where I tell stories like the creepiest things that have ever happened. I think we're all the way to part 23. Oh my gosh. Actually, 23 comes out this week on my TikTok. But man, there's lots of stories about people passing and then the room starts to have a lot of activity. Like the person passes and we take the body to the morgue. But then inside of the room, the bed is moving by itself or the EKG leads are swinging or the bed alarm will go off or the call bell will go off and there's nothing, nobody in the room. That kind of thing happens. Meg, um, pretty how many, frequently. How many times would you say in your career has that happened to you? Oh, more than 50. Oh my gosh. Like for sure more than 50. <laughs> well, what does everyone do in that moment? The thing is when you're at work, you're so busy and there's some things that you just play off and there's some things that you're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> but then there's so many things that are happening at once and you're like, not sitting around ever. So you're like, I got to go do the next thing, go see the next patient. We all have these weird coping mechanisms where gross things will happen and we will make humor out of it Mm -hmm. and really paranormal things will happen and we'll do the same. We'll just make fun of it. I remember working with one night shift nurse where there was some paranormal stuff definitely happening in a room where there were things swinging and alarms going off and she went into the room and she was like, ghost, you better stop. I'm way too busy. I'm not in the mood. And then we didn't have any more activity for the rest of the shift. And it's funny how often that seems to work. I'll do that in my own house when the lights start flashing for no reason. I'll say, please just leave the lights on. And nine times out of 10, I feel like I'm jinxing it though. Like it's listening to me right now. So you said you've had paranormal activity kind of following you. So what's something that's happened to you outside of the hospital? I did move into a hundred year old house. Mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. and I was casually talking to my daughter and she said to me <laughs> I laughed but like it really did scare me at the time she was talking about a man and a woman that she talked to sometimes in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and then she yeah 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 like the man and woman that sleep under your bed <gasps> <laughs> wait under your bed or under her bed under my bed oh. and she's so casually like Yeah, you know, the man and the woman that sleep under your bed. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 
Do you ever wonder if maybe you, oh gosh, I shouldn't even ask this, if you've ever brought things home from the hospital? So I was recently filming a TikTok where I was answering a comment and the comment was, do you feel like when patients die that they stay in the hospital, that their spirits stay in the hospital? Or do you feel like if they had trauma in the hospital that they stay or something? And I was answering in the video like, yeah, sometimes I think when people pass in the hospital, maybe the room stays haunted with their spirit temporarily. Maybe, you know, they're going through a journey. And as I'm filming the TikTok, one of my kids' toys that was in a cabinet starts going off and playing a song. Oh my gosh. But that was sort of like evidence and everybody was commenting like, oh, I guess they follow you home. Okay. Tell everybody what your TikTok is. So my TikTok is at Nurse Meg RN and my website is Nurse Meg RN. You can find me on every platform with the same name. Nurse Meg RN on YouTube as well? Yes, it is. So what do you do when you're dealing with a patient who's just passed? Like, do you ever talk to them? When I'm doing like postmortem care, you know, like getting them ready to go into the morgue or whatever is next, I always talk to the spirit. Always. That was what an older nurse taught me when I was very young, that you always talk to the spirit and be like, you've crossed over to the other side. You can go search for your family now. You don't have to stay here. And I do that all the time now. Oh, Meg, that's so beautiful. I'm so happy to hear that. That's that's actually wonderful. And on that really glorious note, now you have to tell us the story of the grossest thing that's ever happened to you at the hospital. And just trigger warning for everyone listening. This is so nasty. But I was laughing my ass off. It's just so, so terrible. Okay. I did lose some followers because of the grossness, but I think that's for the best because I want my audience yeah. to understand my sadistic humor and sometimes my disgusting story. So when I worked in the ER, we had a gentleman who was experiencing homelessness come in. He was not walking. He had an old wheelchair that he had been using and he hadn't taken off his socks and boots for years, but he was having some like pains in his leg, like from his foot up his leg and he wanted us to check it out. So we did. And as we were kind of cutting off the boot because it was so old and worn, we had to cut it with trauma scissors Mm -hmm. as we were (laughs) getting grossed out, imagining it now. And like the smell comes back. So I pulled off his boot, but as I was slowly pulling off the boot, Part of the flesh of the foot <laughs> came with it. It was all necrotic and dead, and there were maggots had filled the boot. So I think the maggots were actually <sighs> eating the dead flesh so that he didn't become septic. So it was actually to his benefit because otherwise he would have gone septic and had a full body infection. And I am telling you, every ER nurse or ER doctor has this same story. People thought it was outrageous, but if you check the comments, every ER nurse and doctor has seen something like this. I'm so sorry. It was horrifying. But what was so impressive is this guy, like he didn't flinch. I mean, the flesh was dead, so he didn't have pain in his foot, but he was like, not surprised. He was amazing. I wish I could have like followed what happened after, but once they leave the ER and they get admitted, I'm just on to the next patient. Right. You are amazing. I, I'm so impressed. So everybody go and follow nursemegrn.com. 
Follow her on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere because your stories are amazing. And can you keep in touch? Can we check back in maybe before Halloween and get some more stories from you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like now you've like opened the doors and now something super creepy is going to happen. <laughs> I hope so. Meg, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, hauntedaf.com. We will post the links. I'm so proud of you. I know, I didn't throw up. No, you didn't. I you thought made about it, through it though. Two solid dry heaves, but other than that, you did a really good job. All I can picture is like raw meat, like on a fork. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Thank you to all of our frontline workers, all nurses and doctors. You, Seriously. We couldn't do it. Never, never. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's just... have lunch. <laughs> Okay, tell them where to send the scary stories. Oh, please send us all your scary stuff. (laughs) Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We want it all, even your maggot boot story. (laughs) Don't forget to send us your doll in the hall videos. We need those. And uh, coming up next week, hopefully we're going to have that crying baby video. Yes. And we've got a happening in real time ghost story. Somebody just reached out to us and they're like, look, I moved into this duplex with my sister and her kids and stuff's going down. Like things are happening. She's already reached out to the ghost adventure guys. Like, can y'all, can you come over and help us with this? Fix it. Make it go away. Yeah. So keep sending those scary stories to hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com so we can share them on the next Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 